Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I want to talk today about uh, dating and love, love and dating, and just the perspective of from the Bible what what love actually looks like and and practically what what to watch out for and what to look for uh, when you're dating. So I, I get the opportunity to answer questions along these lines pretty often. I get asked pretty often by young people who are either just starting dating or before they're dating or after they broke up, you know, what is, what is boundaries in dating look like? Can you give us dating advice? And so, um, I wanted to do a podcast kind of along these lines from the perspective of like what real love looks like in a dating relationship, um, mostly from a guy's perspective, but what, as a, as a female, what you can look out for, um, when you're dating, I, I, uh, answer a lot of these questions, but unfortunately on the other side, I, I deal with young people who have started a relationship and then it's gotten uh, physical and it's gone too far and then there's been sin and people, the relationships ended up in sin and it's been, it's just been bad. And so you're counseling with people who, who are uh, on the other end of a bad breakup and, and, you know, regret and all these things. And, and I remember one young man that I spoke to and, you know, things had gotten bad and they'd, uh, I mean, they they would say we fell into sin, but they didn't fall in. They jumped into sin. Um, but but I was talking with him, and he said, "Man, I, I really have feelings for her. I love her, and 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 I want to be with her." And this is like afterwards, you know, the heart, the emotions are still there, the feelings are still there, and it's it, there's a soul tie. I love her. I love her. And that was kept his thing. I love her. I love her. I love her. And I said, "Bro, you 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 don't love her. Nothing about what you've described about your relationship is you loving her. It's you taking from her." The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4, it says, love is patient and kind. Love is patient and kind. When people fall into, when people get into sin before marriage, that's not patient. Love is patient. Love is patient. You can't wait for marriage. That's not love because love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy or boast. It's not arrogant. It's not rude. And then this is what I want to talk about. It does not insist on its own way. The King James says, love is not self-seeking. It seeks not our own. It's not irritable or resentful. Love, my definition of, of God's love, the way, the way God loves is, is love is putting someone else's best interest before your own. And so when I'm talking to young people and things have gotten physical and things have gotten out of hand and, and it's ended up in sin and that's the opposite of what love is, because true love is putting their interest before your own. I remember uh, going through the the checkout line at Costco one time, and it was around Valentine's Day, and I had flowers for my wife, and um, they you know they commented pretty flowers, and then it was like the the lady who was checking out, and then the person who was doing the bagging were talking, and and the lady starts talking, and she says, "Yeah, you know, I'm divorced, uh, you know, we just fell out of love." And I thought to myself, you, you, you don't fall out of love. For the world, the idea of love, you ask people, what's love? And for, for a lot of people, when it comes to romance, it's a feeling that comes along with an attraction. Oh, I love this person. I have, I'm attracted to them. And, I, and you know, there's almost like this, this nitrous oxide, this NOS that comes along with love. It's this energy boost that comes along where you'll do anything for them. You know, you get to, you get, you find somebody you love, you'll drive two hours one way to spend 30 minutes with them. It's, there's this like superhuman feeling that comes along with the, the feelings of love, but love's, 
not a feeling. Love's not an attraction. You don't fall out of love. To say you fell out of love means you stop putting somebody else before you. So true love, true Bible love, John 3.16 is for God so loved the world that he gave. True Bible love is giving. It's giving. I mean, look at, look at the human race. Look at what we had to offer God. We didn't, God didn't get a good deal. <laughs> God gave his only son for people who hated him, for people who had sinned against him. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. First John uh, chapter 4, verse 18, it says, uh, this is love. And, and, and this is, and love consists in this, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Love is that God looked and saw a total mess and decided to put us first for our own good. Yes, he gets the benefit of having us, but he's perfect. He's perfect. Yes, he wanted us, but he's perfect. Look at us. I mean, we got the better end of the deal here. We went from eternity, a lost eternity, to to eternal life because of God's love for us, because of his mercy on us. And so love is where I choose with me and Krista. When we were planning, when during the dating process, the Lord had dealt with me even before we started dating about, about boundaries. And so when, when it comes to love, what love really looks like in dating is that I'm going to look and say, what is her best interest? Well, this was my thinking. I knew I had heard from the Lord, but but it's, it still takes two to tango. So let's just say I, I had heard from the Lord, this is my wife, but then she decides, no, that's within the realm of possibility. Just because I heard from the Lord that she's my wife doesn't guarantee, you know, someone else might have a different theology on this, but there's free will. There's people who just decide, I don't like him. People get cold feet. And then they look back, man, I really should have married that person. That's who God, That's that was God's perfect will for my life. And so that's why it takes two to tango. So I just thought to myself, I, I'm, I, I've heard from the Lord. That's what I need. But Krista still has to make up her mind. And so I said, what's love? Love is that I protect her purity. Love is that I put her first. Love is that I don't take what I shouldn't be taking. Love is that I'm not crossing boundaries that, that are a problem. I'm not doing something that makes her feel lesser about herself. Selfishness takes, love gives, love protects love isn't self-seeking. So when people fall into sin, it's not love, it's lust and it's selfishness. Oh, I love you so much. But but then they're looking the moment you 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 withhold affection or you whatever, you know, you people, oh, he said he loved me and then I told him that we weren't going to we weren't going to make out anymore and then he freaked out on me. Well, that's he doesn't love you. He's attracted to you and he wants to get whatever he can. And so love is, is putting the best interest of somebody else before you. And in dating, that means protecting as a Christian. That means, that means guarding, uh, for the men, it's guarding the, their purity. Really, it's, it's that on the wedding day that you can stand before the Lord and say, Lord, I treated her like she's your daughter. I treated her like I was dating God's daughter. And I had to, to answer to him at the end of our dating process, time and say, Lord, I did things the right way. And you know, some people have gone too far and done too much. And so now they're on the back end of that and they're feeling the regret and they still believe it's God's will for them to be married. And then you have to just get things right and set a new course and say, love is putting them before myself. Love is protecting them. If a guy, if a guy makes boundaries and doesn't keep them, he shows, first of all, his lack of love for them. His wanting to be physical with you doesn't prove his love. It proves his it, it proves that he's a man and he has strong sexual desires. It, sh- it proves his lack of self-control. If a man doesn't, isn't able to, to, to con- control his urges, because love is patient and love isn't self-seeking. 
And so that's number one for me. If I look at a relationship and a guy doesn't have boundaries or a guy isn't able to keep boundaries, that shows he, 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 he doesn't love like he should. And it's not that he can't change, but he doesn't have self-control and he's not trustworthy. You know, for a guy, when someone asks me what's good dating advice, the number one advice that I give is uh, set good boundaries and make sure if you do anything, you make sure you keep them because that'll build trust. And if you end up marrying that person, she's going to look and say, this is a man of his word. He told me in dating, we weren't going to do this. We weren't going to do this. We weren't going to do this. And he kept his word and he was strong. And even though there was temptation or whatever, you know, everyone, there's people have a attraction and, and, you know, this is when people get married, it's supposed to lead to things. But in the dating time, we know as believers that we're not, we're not crossing those boundaries, but it builds, it builds trust. And on the other end, if a guy doesn't have boundaries or doesn't keep boundaries and, or, or even worse, the woman has to keep the boundaries. And he's, he's the one who's always like, oh, you know, I'm always put, he sets the boundaries, but is always pushing them. And she's the one who's having to slow down. Hey, we should slow things down. Then it shows that he's not trustworthy. And then what happens is even if they do get married years after they're married, the, that trust has to be rebuilt that he's a man of his word. Cause he, he couldn't, he said we weren't going to make out. And then a, a week later, he's trying to make out with me. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's, that's really, you, you keep your purity, you're pure before the Lord, but then, but then you, you build trust. And she looks and says, that's something that I can follow because he did what he was going to say. So when it comes ma- time to be married and he says, Hey, I've heard from the Lord, we're going to go and do this. And the Lord's going to bless us that she doesn't have a trouble saying, Oh yeah, you know, you said you were going to do this. You heard from the Lord. And then you just always, that trust is key. And so for guys, that's always what I say, set boundaries and keep them. If you do anything, keep them. And then on the other end with Krista, I just thought to myself, I'm going to protect her. I'm going to, I'm going to keep things pure. And then if she decides not to marry me, then I'm not regretting that every time, you know, six years from now, eight years from now, when she's married to somebody else, you know, if she had married, decided not to marry me, that she's then, then I'm, I can't be around that person. You know, I can't be, if they're still in the church, whatever, or if I'm not feeling guilty, or I didn't steal anything from her future husband. I didn't cross across territory from her future husband. So I'm putting others first. When you're dating, that person's not your wife. They're not your spouse. They're not yours to get physical with. They don't belong to you. If it's a, it's, you treat them like they're a sister in Christ. And obviously, you know, there's things that you get to know, but I, I'm a big, I, this is me and people will say differently, but I'm a big, uh, uh, I, I believe in not getting very romantic in the dating process because romance is supposed to lead to something. And when you're dating as a Christian, you can't do that. And so romance can come afterwards. You, you need to hear from the Lord. Most importantly, you need to be both heading in the same direction in life. You know, you can't have one person, oh, I'm supposed to be a nurse. And the other person is, I'm supposed to be a traveling evangelist. That's not, that's not going to work. You have to figure out from the Lord that this is right. And then, and then putting them first, putting up the right boundaries as men of honor to say, I'm going to protect her because if she's mine, I don't want to steal anything. This is also what I believe. I believe what you steal in dating, you, what, what you do in dating, you steal from marriage. So there's people who get into marriage and it's like the things, it's like the stuff that they used to get enjoyment out of, like stuff that should be fun. I'm talking about physically and hopefully I'm not, you know. You guys, there's like a 14-year-old listening, freaking out. Yeah, you can't talk about this stuff. I'm 10 years away. <laughs> but you steal from marriage. And so as men, love is putting her first and asking with her walk with the Lord, how do I put her relationship with the Lord first? 
What does that look like? And then also, uh, I said this to somebody else, and I'll just say it because it's on the top of my head. Cultivate, if you're dating, cultivate what you want your marriage to look like in dating. If you're a soul winner, win souls when you're together. People have this weird thing like we go on a date and I can't, you know, it's just time for us. No, 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 win souls. You you want to be a soul winning family 10 years from now? There, with with Krista, I made a point. We would go out and I didn't do it every date, but there were times like, all right, we're we're at Target together. I'm, I'm going to, in front of her, walk up and lead this guy to the Lord because I wanted to cultivate that, that that was normal, that it wasn't like we went the whole dating time and she didn't see me win a single soul. And then all of a sudden I'm like, hey, we should start winning souls. She's going to be like, where have you been this whole time? So you cultivate what what you want to see in the marriage. But number one is keeping it pure. And this is one thing that I found is when you keep things pure on your wedding day, when you stand before the Lord, you know, you give vows, not just to the congregation, but it's to the Lord that the anointing will be there and the blessing of the Lord will be there. I can be at a wedding. I can go to a wedding and tell when people have kept it pure and when they haven't. I can, I can stand there and I can know these people kept it pure or I can know these people did not keep it pure by the anointing that's there. And that's a hard, hard, a hard pill to swallow for some people. But for those of you that are single and waiting and looking for the future, set your course now. And if, you, and if you're a female and you find a guy and he, and he doesn't, you know, no interest in boundaries, none of that stuff, and you get a couple of dates in and he's already trying to get close and you know, do all, uh-uh. run in the other direction. I don't care what he has going for him. Not, not worth it. Not a man of honor. And in 10 years from now, not going to lead you to a place where you want to be. Protect yourself. And for the men, be men of honor. Do you actually want to live honestly before the Lord? Do you really want the Lord? Do you, is your life open where the Lord can see what you're doing? I mean, he sees anyway, but where you could talk to him about what you do 24 hours a day. Do you have anything to hide? It's not time to have things to hide. It's time to live honestly and with integrity and show love. Show love. What does that married man do today? Start seeing, for the men, start seeing yourself as a married man. Would you really be texting the people that you're texting? You don't have to have text message conversations with all these girls. You don't have to do it. Would you really be in people's inboxes like you are? I know, I know, ruffling feathers here. Pretend you're married already and let the Lord bring the right one. I'm not saying put a ring on your finger and, and don't talk to anybody, but but I'm saying so there's people who, who, guys who have all these girl friends and girls who have all these guy friends and they have ongoing conversations and flirting by text message and stuff. Cut that out. You're not going to do that when you're married. Don't do it now. Be a man of or woman of honor now. That's it for today. God bless you. I love you. We'll see you on the next podcast. 